I could talk offensive line play all day long, every day of the week with offensive line coach, run game coordinator, Frank Pollock. And he joins us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, as always coming to you from our beautiful studios. And Frank Pollock is a offensive line guru and his players know it. And his players feel fortunate that Frank Pollock is giving them the assignments, the techniques, the understanding of how to read configurations, understanding concepts, understanding all there is that needs to be understood up front in the offensive line because it is an encyclopedia Britannica. Honestly, the adjustments, all the things that defenses can do in the National Football League. The Bengals offensive line is in good hands with Frank Pollock and the linemen. They all know it. You made a very wise decision choosing to join us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics today, because we have the offensive line coach, the run game coordinator, and one hell of a guy in general, offensive line coach Frank Pollock joins us with the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, Coach, welcome. We appreciate you as always. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, the run game. I guess I guess the first question is how how difficult was it for you last year to do, to totally, you know, going along in the season, you have one run game uh, schematic in place, and you say, you know what, I'm going to switch. To, for you to have the confidence to do that and to have the confidence in your players to do that, to change a lot of what you were doing in the run game, how difficult was that decision for you? Um, well, you kind of hit it on the head. I mean, confidence in the players, it's, it starts with those guys. And and we're real fortunate with the quarterback that we have and and the wideouts that we have. They, they dictate coverage and manipulate the defense just having those guys on the field. So we're able to piggyback and leverage that in the run game. So – and the guys here in the old line room, I mean, really smart, strong veterans um, that had some experiences elsewhere with some of the schemes that we we migrated to and, and kind of added on a weekly basis. So it's really it starts starts and ends with them having confidence in those guys and it's being able to add and and, and build that out. So you know, you, you you basically didn't go under center as much, you know, and then you switch from shotgun to center, center to shotgun. You make changes there. Uh, you make changes in the schematic up front. Was it all trying to just marry, like you say, marry into what you were doing in the passing game more more fluidly? Yeah, let let everything run through our quarterback, and uh, so the defense is keep them on the heels where they're where they're truly uh, having to honor both run and pass, pass and run at all times, and uh, been able to stretch stretch the field, and uh, and he's he's a guy that can handle all that. And uh, so as he's been in the system uh, from a passing game standpoint, being able to put more and more on his plate in the run game and, and him to really control all that is a huge credit to him. And those guys are, are around him, coaching him as well. And then uh, for us, really just mirroring that up in a nice package. So just to keep the defense honest in that base. So they're, they're not getting any tips or tells. You're always trying to sell scout tendencies uh, throughout the season and, and eliminate any tendencies. Some tendencies are good, and you can play off that with some complement plays. 
um, but also some tendencies you got to keep uh, be a little more aware of and and cover those up. So let's talk about uh, your personnel, what you what you've got up front uh, to work with, and obviously in in the preseason game number one, the, the starters uh, didn't didn't take any snaps, but they've been working with you all throughout training camp. You're more than halfway through training camp. In fact, training camp going to be ending here in a in another little over a week or whatever. How has training camp gone so far for the guys up front as a group, first of all? I, I think it's gone well. Uh, I like the way that, where the guys are at from a, from a mindset of just grinding uh, and don't get, don't get out too, out too far out in front of your skis. It's really all about the process and the day, day at hand. I'm not worried about yesterday. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Just keep your focus on today and uh, develop and grow some skill set. Um, have two things in mind every day that you're working on. I like where those guys' minds are at. We still got a lot of work to do. Uh, I mean, it, it was some good, some bad, and some ugly in the first preseason game, like pretty typical what you what you would expect. But so we still got a lot of work to do. Um, but I, I like where the guys are at mentally, and, and we uh, we got a really good day of work against Green Bay. A lot of our starters obviously um, got great work against those guys. That was great for us to get that in. Yeah. Um, but uh, never satisfied there's an old phrase you're either either dying or growing you're never staying the same so never relax and and think you've got it all figured out you're you're constantly constantly striving to improve that's the kiss of death and complacency will kill everybody in this business so you're always we want to be growing not dying so once you think you're once you think you've arrived it's over, man. <laughs> you never arrive, right? I mean, that, that's why it, it's an endless journey, right? I mean, when you, when you say, Coach, try to uh, work on two things to get better at on a daily basis, is it something in the run game, something in the pass game, or not necessarily? Can it be a couple of things in one phase of it, or how do you how do you work that with guys? Yeah, it, it could be two things in the run game. It could be one of each. It could be two things in the pass game. Usually we're pointing something out to each guy uh, individually or something collectively as a group. Hey, this is keep showing up as a group. We got to really focus on this. You know, early on, it's getting your pads down, seeking your hips as a group. Everyone's got to focus on that or do a lot of drills that kind of attack that and focus on that. Or individually, a guy, hey, your, your inside hand is way too low and late to punch. That's something you got to focus on. And I tell guys, you know, a good pro is is his harshest critic, and he can evaluate himself as well. And I tell the guys that you should be able to give yourself one or two things that you need to focus on and develop every day on top of what I'm giving you. And maybe it's the same. Fantastic. But maybe you got something different that you feel like, hey, you know, what? I didn't get low enough today. I could feel it all day today. I got to really focus on that or whatever that is. So – those guys, I mean, that's what a pro does. It's not just, you know, sitting here and just listening to me get on their ass. They got to get on their, their own ass themselves and, and be their harshest critic. And, and we got a room full of those kind of guys. So that's, that's awesome. a lot of fun to coach those guys. I, I, I love your your phrase. I mean, you're the first guy I heard it from. I, I've heard it in different ways, but the way you sum it up is so perfect. Master the mundane. I mean, that is what it's all about, you know, and uh, – and you and and your assistant coach Frazier, man, you guys, you guys just every single day working on the 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 techniques you have to have, the things you have to implement and, and implement them in the right way and everything. And 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 uh, boy, I tell you what, 
these guys, it becomes muscle memory. They don't have to really think about it. I mean, it's just a reactionary thing, and that's what you want, isn't it? That's exactly what you want, and I don't want anyone thinking out there. I want them playing fast and reacting and executing. Um, and uh, Coach Frazier has done a great job working with me over the last few years, and, and he understands and believes the same thing that I do, that there's no secret sauce to winning and having success in the league except executing the most mundane, boring, simplistic fundamentals and technique. And when you compile that as a group, as an offensive line, or you compile that as a unit, as an offense, you're going to have success. And you compile that as a team, then that's what wins. I hate the phrase, we got to go out there and make plays. No, you don't. Just go out there and execute plays. That's bullshit. Just go execute. And this league is so competitive, it's the team that blinks and makes a mistake, and the other team is just executing ball plays, boring, mundane tasks from one man spread out to 11 guys, and they get exposed because they blinked, they made a mistake, or we we caught them in a, in a bad front coverage combination. What, what, you know, it's just make, just master, that's why I call it it's truly master and mundane. It's the most boring on the assembly line. Don't get bored. Don't, you know, it's like Laverne and Shirley, those bottles come rolling through. And you're trying to catch those bottle caps. And you can't miss one. You can't fall asleep and get bored and miss one. That's what gets your ass beat. That's yep. how competitive it is in this league. That's truly what it is. Can the guys have the mental toughness to do every day and not get fucking bored and distracted by some flashy, shiny thing over here? And then just fuck, just keep your mind and your focus on that most boring, simplistic thing. And that, to me, from my experience as a player and a coach in this league, is is the secret sauce. There is no secret sauce. Just master the mundane, and you'll be good. It is. It's it's, <laughs> it's so true because it's this much i mean there's this much of a an iota of a difference and like you say it can come down to that one snap i mean you gotta be ready to take advantage of when an opportunity knocks man when it presents itself you gotta be doing what you're supposed to do how you're supposed to do it to take advantage of it there's no two ways about it right no question i mean the door opens and closes real fast in this business and and it may open up again for some guys you know and depends on where they were drafted or what they're getting paid. The team clubs got something invested in them, but the, the bulk and majority of players, the door opens and if you better walk through it or you're going to miss out. I had a great uh, business mentor of mine early in life use the phrase, it's time to eat cake when it's served. So if they're <laughs> serving cake, you better be eating it. So if the door opens, you better step through it and never look back. And the, and the league history of the league is riddled with stories of, of uh of a players taking advantage of that and and, and teams so yeah. it's no question about it it's awesome so let's let's talk about the the big boys up front um let's let's go down the from from left to right let's go down your your, your offensive line group give me a capsule version of uh of your take on orlando brown orlando brown's got a great attitude he comes to work every day and he's open to learning uh, new techniques and things that I'm trying to introduce and give him to expand his toolbox. I really appreciate that. He, he's an accomplished player. Um, obviously, he's had a lot of success, and I, I'm, I'm trying to introduce him to a couple other things that he could utilize as well. But uh, he's a big, powerful man. He's a smart player. He loves the history of the league, so he truly loves ball. He, he's all about ball, which I can relate to 
being a coach and, and loving ball myself. So it, it's it's a lot of fun to coach him. And he's uh, he's a mammoth of a man with immense talent. And uh, he stepped into his new role and even added a leadership uh, aspect of that as well. It's been, it's been really nice. I'll tell you, Coach, the leadership part of it, like you say in the locker room, he he's he's somebody guys are gravitating to, you know, and he's got that personality. When you talk to him for five minutes, you feel like you've known him for five years. He's one of those kind of guys, you know. He's he's a unique dude. There's no doubt about it. It's crazy. Very unique. He, he, yeah. he can fit in with anybody on the team from the, the DBs to the quarterbacks, you know, to the linebackers or wide receivers, not just the O-line. So he's yeah. – He's got a great personality and, and a team view on life, and uh, he's a lot of fun to be around a coach. Cordell Volson, man, the dude's up to 325 pounds, and he's got the lowest body fat, my understanding, uh, of anybody up front in the offensive line. He's he's worked now. He's he's put in, the, put in the time, hasn't he? Tell us about Cordell. Yeah, he's – you said it right there. He's the antithesis of a worker. He's a grinder. I mean, that's what how he was raised. That's his roots. He's a strong power player. He's done well as far as grasping uh, the schemes and where he fits as a guard, whether it's pass protection and where he fits in the calls and his relationship with pass sets to what we're trying to do in the run game as far as his fits, whether it's in a combo or, or it's a single fit and when, what he can do, knowing understanding the, where the ball's going, uh, the back's tracks and angle of departure which can improve his angles of, of departure in and out of fits um, and playing faster mentally. You know, it's a second year in, in the system. It's not just mentally knowing the assignment. It's seeing the defense and attacking it and figuring all that out. Once you get to the line of scrimmage, you make a call, but what's the guy's shade? What's the tips and tells? Why is the linebacker wide? Is the tackle giving you an edge call? This guy's going to spike uh, all those little nuances where he can just play fast and attack, not, not be waiting and reacting like so many young players do. He's 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 getting he's crossing that bridge where he's attacking them now, no matter what the situation. Coach, tell me about the consummate pro, the pros pro, Ted Karras. He he is he's got outstanding leadership, and that to me is line one from a center. Uh, he's truly the quarterback of the offensive line, and he's just a notch below the quarterback as far as running the show on the offense. I mean, he's setting the points and getting everyone targeted, running past to start it. The quarterback always can trump us if he wants to or needs to, especially in the protection areas when that comes up. But uh, his understanding of everything is is grown even more from a concept-wise. Um, and then being able to talk about it on the sideline, in between series, because he sees stuff, he knows what he sees, and he can relay that, communicate that. So many guys are talented players, but they don't see what actually happened all the time to the degree that Ted does. So he's fantastic. And just yesterday, he, he was telling me that he's not quite there as far as a certain set and, and playing more square to a certain side. So he wants me to you know, get some more drills to help him groove that. And he's going to do it on his own while I'm work, working guard and tackle on stuff. He's going to go off by himself. I mean, that's the epitome of a pro. I mean, it's no doubt. You look up pro in the, in the Webster's dictionary and there's a picture of Ted Karras there. So he's, <laughs> he's outstanding. He is truly a coach 
on the field. And he's a talented player. I mean, it's, let's not forget that. So he's, he's a talented player and he, uh, he maximizes everything that he's got. He's, he's what I call uh, an efficient player um, to the nth degree. He's a pro's pro. I can't give anybody a higher compliment in this business except that he's a pro's pro. That's Ted. I hear that, Coach. About big Alex Kappa at the right guard position. Yeah, big cap. He's what right away comes to mind is is how under uh, noticed how smart he is on the field. He's fantastic. He, I mean, he's just as smart as Ted, understanding the concepts. He's the guy in the meetings that always ask the question that he knows I need I, I need to go over this answer with some of the players in the room, and he's kind of setting me up. Maybe I didn't get to it quite yet. A guy in <laughs> Dallas, a, a longtime veteran tackle, that was that guy. He's that guy. He's fantastic. So he's uh, he, he, he knows concepts and, and the problems that come with some of these concepts or calls. What are the issues? So he brings up those types of questions. When we do this and we're in this call, if they do this, Coach, how do we respond to that? Great question. We call him the professor. That's my nickname for him, the professor. He's a, but he's a he's a great player. He's a talented player, um, and he's he's got great work ethic. He's always got a smile on his face, um, no matter no matter how hard I'm screaming and yelling and grinding. Those guys on the practice field, he loves he loves it all. Um, he's been fantastic. Got to work with and coach as well. I'm super excited about him this year. Oh, it it's a common denominator about the guys that you've talked about so far and, and others that we're going to get to uh, is, is that uh, they all have that advanced degree in football. You know, they, they, they have that football IQ. I mean, you get, you got a, you got a group that you don't have a guy in there. Oh man, we got to dumb it down for so-and-so, you know, geez, we can't, we can't be talking about all this guys. We, you, you can, what kind of freedom does that allow you as a coach? I mean, what, what kind of a, a feeling is it that, Man, I know that these guys are are absorbing everything that I'm giving them, and they're thirsting for more. I mean, these guys right. are you know insatiable that way, you know. In in the league, you might have two different teams that play very similar front and coverages on paper, but their technique is a little bit different. So, certain concepts like the zone concepts, wide zone, tight zone, it doesn't matter or even some similar, uh, a blend of a, a zone and a gap, like a duo play, which is like power without a puller, right. kind of a blend. You can modify how you're fitting and working combos. You can make adjustments on a weekly basis. The front's the same. Hey, these guys are playing an over this week, and then, but we can tweak and modify how we're attacking that over front because they played a little different or their coverage they play their, their run fits a little bit different. Like the number one coverage in the NFL is what I, in my opinion, on mixed downs, first and second down is like 33 week. You're going to have a single high safety, two by two, they're, they're down away from the passing strength. So two by two, they're down strong. Three by one, they're down weak. Well, those safeties react to different runs differently. They're not all the same. So all the rage early teams were working cross sift plays with the tight end and, and pushing out to the safety because he fell back and he, and he fit the a gap and the backside linebacker would take himself out of the box and be standing out there 
playing outside the end because the tight end cross shift on the snap. Well, the defenses have evolved and tweaked and changed. Some teams have modified that. That linebacker doesn't vacate the box now. He holds and waits. So, and sometimes the safeties don't always fill in. So it's, it's like the old saying is like, I don't care what you break them down on paper. You better watch the tape. Yeah. See exactly how they play that front and coverage and how they react. So when you get teams like that, you can, and smart guys in the room, you can modify how you're attacking that on a weekly basis. Like our combos and where we're going to target, who we're working with based on how they react to like as that as an example for that run. So we can tweak and modify that. So, and it's not only on scheme, then it's personnel. I mean, you know, they always say NFL is a game of matchups. You hear, hear about that, about receivers and DBs trying to get matchups in the passing game. Well, that's true in the run game. I mean, there's certain guys that we don't want to leave one-on-one with. He's, he's too talented, whatever. We always need to get double teams on. So those are other things you got them off. You got smart guys that understand that. Where they, they're in training camp, they're learning, you know, the base by the book. It's an underfront. We block it like this. It's an overfront. We block it like this. Well, now this is pro football. We're going to modify how we're attacking that under front because of this reason, whether it's coverage or personnel or their technique, the nose guard doesn't play into the center on this under. He unlocks into the guard inside out, what I call a halves technique. So we got to approach that a little bit differently. It's an under, it's the same run, but we're, we got to modify and tweak what we're doing up front to handle how they're changing their technique. So it's, you got smart guys. You could do that. You can build on that, and you're and you're and you're improving and getting better. You're not having to re just stay at the base level and have to re, you know, train and teach the same thing over and over. We got a room full of guys who could, what I call, stack chips and win big in Vegas. Keep stacking <laughs> the chips and getting better. There you up go. You're upping your bet and breaking the bank. There you go. Talk about another. Uh, and, and this is what fascinates me because people have no idea. Oh, yeah, these guys just off the line of scrimmage and just push on people you know they pick one out and push this guy there they they have no idea how much work and preparation and time goes into i mean like the adjustments you were talking about on one one defense by alignment you know it it changes almost it changes so many things there's a big ripple effect football so fascinating that way but let's uh talk about another guy that's got you know, high football IQ and in, in making an adjustment from left tackle to right tackle and seems to be doing it very flawlessly is Jonah. What about Jonah? Yeah, he's he I've been extremely impressed with how he has come back and and it's been a very smooth, seamless transition for him to the right so far. It's been really impressive. That shows one, he is a good player. He's he's yep. talented and he's a smart player. He's able to switch his power foot and his power hand and incorporate playing with length and strikes, but he, and he's also been working on it. Clearly, he's he's while he was rehabbing his knee, I mean, it was not like he's at some minor deal. So my, my hat's off to him. Uh, very, very impressed. Um, and I liked I liked his approach all camp. It's 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 been a it's been a great thing to see. And uh, I'm super excited about where he's at and where he's going to continue to send as he just gets more and more comfortable on the right side. And working all those little adjustments that we just kind of talked about from the left side to the right side and, and handling all those things. So he's, he's been great. So none of these guys, uh, you know, played against, against the green Bay Packers, but as you said, you guys got great work in on the, on the Wednesday practice had Thursday off and then 
they rested and other guys, you know, got, got reps uh, in, in, during the course of the football game. How did it go? How did the, how did the Green Bay game go? Did guys, uh, from a mental standpoint, were you happy with, uh, you know, with the assignments, guys being sound in that area? Because I'm sure your game plan wasn't super sophisticated. You want to be evaluate, can I block this guy or not? Or can I recognize what I need to recognize and employ the technique I need to employ or whatever? Yeah, the most part, uh, from an assignment standpoint, uh, it was good. It was clean. Guys knew who they needed to block, uh, who was targeted, uh, where. That, that was good. Still got a lot of work to do on the how part. So a couple what I would call MEs on, on technique and how we approach things on, whether that's a run, a pass, a screen, all the techniques that we teach that are involved. Some things, they get options. Like I mentioned, their toolbox. They can pick whatever tool they want. But there's quite a bit of things that, no, this is specific. You must use this for this particular job at hand, you know, this, this call or, or this, this concept. Uh, so we're still sharpening the sword, if you will, there. And then it was a good, it was a good uh, test from a game speed standpoint for some of these guys, you know, to go out there and, and get a lot of good, good work in at, at a game speed. I mean, we got good work in the practice against them, but that always gets ratcheted up a little notch yep. when it's game. And then it's going to get up, ratcheted up even more when it's the real games too. So, but that was good for, for the guys to go through that. And, uh, you know, it's, we've got a lot of work to do and, uh, and we're going to be attacking it with, uh, fervor to get this thing improved for, for everyone. So that's our approach. So I'm looking forward to this week's game to take that next step. A lot of those areas that, we need to improve on from a from a technique me, if you will, that we need to improve now. We're doing things. So you you've got, I think you played, might have been four. I know it was three, three different guys at center, uh, and you guys were transitioning. You know, going from guard to center, center to guard, just swapping spots. And I mean, that's critical. If you're if you're going to make a roster in the National Football League in the offensive line, not just your uh, backup players as such, your extra, but your your starters have to have that position versatility as one. You get a lot of guys that do uh, up front as well can play, you know, both sides of uh, their specific position and other positions as, as well as both sides of their specific one. It, how did how did those, they fare in that regard? You get a lot of guys with position versatility. Talk about some of those guys on the, you know, and in, in the depth of that you've got in the offensive line that afford you those type of things. Yeah, like uh, Max Sharping, Trey Hill, those guys worked a lot at center and guard. Yep. Ben Brown and uh, a lot of center and guard. Uh, Nate Gilliam, center and guard work. You know, that that was one area that uh, we got to get tighter on as far as the mechanics of guys playing center, really IDing things from a, a non-verbal standpoint. So the running backs are on the same page, the quarterbacks on the same page. And then, and then handling the mechanics of cadence and snap. And then some of the guys are still fine-tuning what I call a one-piece movement, not being segmented. Don't be a, don't snap and then move your feet. You got to be able to move your feet as you're snapping, regardless of it's running past. Some guys are still working on that. But that's good position flex there. Guys got a lot of work in. Uh, a couple guys played a little bit of guard and tackle. Um, 
but mainly uh, those tackles stayed the same, just flip, flip sides, a couple of them. But uh, you got to have that position flex because of the limited amount of guys that dress on game day. Uh, and then I like doing it to them in the preseason and making them move multiple spots because if you're a backup, that's real. I yep. mean, you may go into a game backing up at guard because you're the best interior swing guy, and all of a sudden the center gets dinged. Well, you're going in now to center, and we're bringing someone else in to play guard. So, and I've even seen it where one of the starting guards is the backup center. That's happened over the years coaching where they, the center goes down, the starting guard has to go now be the center. So that's that's real, and you got to be prepared for that. You can't if you can't handle that, then you can't handle the job. I mean. That it, that's it is what it is. So, and you got to be prepared. So you got those guys got to experience that kind of in the moment fire situation. Get out there and and be able to handle that. That's all all part of the deal and evaluation. So you can handle that and make those moves throughout the game seamlessly. So, a young rookie, offensive lineman, big human being, Jackson Kirkland. I mean. He is, he's got a frame on him, man. He's got length. He's got a range, a radius. You know, he's, how did, how did he fare? I mean, obviously first, uh, first exposure as a rookie, there's, uh, always things to work on, but did he look, look like he belonged? Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he belonged. He had some rookie moments. He had a false start penalty. He had another hands to the face penalty, but he's shown that he can play with length. He's shown he can play with power. He's got anchor. He shows he can recover. And, and with strength and moving his feet. So he showed a lot of good things. Um, he's obviously still a, a work in progress, but he's got the right attitude and demeanor for it. It's not too big for him. Um, he's a guy that that takes the coaching and, and is looking to apply those corrections and fixes right away. It's not something that you're constantly having to stay on his ass for to get it fixed. It shows up. So... I'm excited where he's at and uh, and where his his growth curve is headed. So you know it, it's it, it's one of those uh, one of those scenarios where okay the number ones they don't get get many reps uh, you know in the in the preseason probably won't get any very many reps uh, in, in in this football football game either but still uh, they're working together on a day by day basis to. Five components working as one. That's what it's all about. It's a, and, and the thing that impressed me, Coach, a little thing that I don't know, a lot of people might not recognize, but I did right away uh, is, you know, Joe goes down to injury. And in and, and that exact day, you're working with other quarterbacks. And your group's so focused, you know, no jumps, no false starts. That's that's not easy when, you you know, all of a sudden the guy's out. And it's like, man, it, it was totally unexpected. In comes another guy, different cadence, whole nine yards. The operation was clean, you know, and, and early in camp to be that focused, I was impressed. I'm like, you know what? These guys are serious about it, man. They're serious, but we, we've got to still tighten that up. We had a couple false start issues show up in yeah. this last game. It's like I mentioned, alluded to some of that was from a center standpoint. Some of that was individual, other positions. But, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it that – they're 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 locked in, especially that first group. Um, but we got to get everyone up up to snuff right. in that regards, because that that just kills you. If you you know you got pre snap penalties, you know put you behind the chains, and that's 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 
a quick way to the, get an L column. We don't we don't want to do that. Self-inflicted there. So with the guys are locked in, but we're continuing to we got we got to get a little bit more sharper in that area, in my opinion. So you, you uh, had that preseason experience. You had the Wednesday practice and the preseason game against Green Bay. Now Atlanta. Um, more similarities than differences, do you think, Coach? I mean, at this stage of the preseason, nobody's running a whole lot of exotic stuff. Everybody's still in evaluation mode, right? Yeah, they do a couple things that are a little different from Green Bay. Um, they have more of a an odd package, three down, and that'll just present some – different, more unique stunt packages that, that they can run out of on third down. They showed that in their first game. So that's different from what we experienced with, with the Green Bay. So that's going to be great work for us Yep, to, to go against that. And uh, there's some similar stuff in their base defense package. They're, they're an under, under front base team, kind of like Green Bay. They'll mix in a little bit of that jam or bear front where they load up the middle. All three guys are covered. Those are some similarities in that regards. Um, so that's easy carryover from a, from an assignment standpoint. Um, and then they'll do some things a little bit different on how they set fronts with their nickel defense. But, uh, but other than that, it's still very similar. Like most people, it's, you know, you get overs, evens and unders, but they may set it a little bit different. So we may present one front spacing more than another that we could get. But, uh, other than that. So it'll be good work for us. I'm excited to go go against them and, and get especially that third down package that they showed. That'll be great work for us to, to get exposure to that in, in a game speed tempo. So let me get you out of here on this, Coach, and appreciate you spending the time that you spend with us here in training camp. I know the days are packed. The days are busy. More so for coaches and players. Players get days off. Coaches don't. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you uh, you carving time and, and talking football. There's nobody I'd rather talk football with than Frank Pollock, man. I'm telling you that right now. Um, but as you uh, go into this football game, what do you feel like you did best in week one that you'd like to continue and, and build on in week two? And, and what's the biggest improvement that needs to be made in your estimation? Well, the biggest improvement is, is – the mechanics of handling cadence and snaps and IDs from our centers. Yeah. Um, that's that by far is the biggest one. Um, and I'd like to see us be a little bit more physical in the run game, a little more flush in our fits. We flashed some things, but it's, we don't want to flash. We want to be more consistent. So that's another area that I like to see us take the next step on. Uh, I thought protection overall, uh, as a group was okay. Yeah. Obviously you're never satisfied with that, but individually there are some areas that we got to make improvement and grow on, whether that's playing with more length, not being mired in to handle some stunts quicker, cleaner, see it, um, understanding kind of your, your, your set depth and relationship, but more importantly, your eyes, your eye progression, you can't block what you don't see. So you got to know where to look. And it's not always the guy across from you. You're, you're working through, your what I call your triangle read. You're reading the first level, scan up to the second level, and then looking backside to have a built-in help system. Um, so guys taking the next step in those areas to be quicker, faster, cleaner with their eye progression, and then getting their bodies in position to do what their eyes are telling them they need to do. Good stuff, coach. I could talk football with you all day. 
specifically offensive we could get way in the weeds with offensive line conversation coach there's no question man you're you're a guru you're as good as there is and uh appreciate you uh the fact that you're with the cincinnati Bengals getting it done so good luck this week everybody stay healthy for sure get some good snaps in and uh look forward to catching up with you next time sir yeah appreciate it thank you very much enjoy always being on with you Next Thank time you. we need a big cooler beer, we can get into the weeds and talk ball longer. <laughs> I hear that, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you. Good stuff. Thanks. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.